Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Check it out. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Well, I'm not going to pretend like I'm what leaders in a new school. But uh, what's going on, everybody? This is Jason Jones, and this is the Ruler of the Court podcast brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. Again, I am your host, Jason Jones, uh, former longtime Kings beat writer. Uh, still like Kings adjacent, if you might want to say, and you know, and all that other stuff, but I am still at The Athletic. I'm still your culture writer. I still, like I said, Kings at Jason is what I'll call myself because they still ask me to chip in every now and then, but that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk some Sacramento Kings basketball. We're here to talk about some, you know, my favorite thing or one of my favorite things to talk about, hip-hop. Food's pretty up there for me too, but we got... uh, we got, you know, some hip hop, some Kings basketball. But first, want to start with the uh, transactional news. Uh, the Kings have waived Kent Bazemore and Quinn Cook ahead of their uh, preseason finale to get their roster down 18. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of folks like what they saw from Quinn Cook. You know, Bays is more of a kind of, you know, he's a vet. He's an older, you know, he's an older player. He's been around. Good guy to have in camp, per se. And so it's a, uh, I think, you know, it's not a major earth shaking <laughs> decision. I think also releasing those guys now maybe gives them a chance to latch on somewhere else if they're not one of the, the last cuts. But we'll see. You know, I think a guy like Quinn Cook especially would be great in the Kings locker room. Just you need to me, you need good locker room guys. And you got a guy like I think Harrison's a good locker room guy, you know. And it's, it's not a bad locker room, but I think the more veterans who have been around winning guys that you can get in that locker room, who know their rule, who can help out, I think that's going to be good for the Kings to have, you know, in, in the long run. So, that being said, transactional talk is over. Let's just jump into it. Uh, the the greatest rookie to ever play, uh, Keegan Murray, missed. <laughs> Wednesday's preseason game due to illness, non-COVID illness. Got to make sure we get that out, you know, loud and clear. Don't want to make, don't want to make it sound like something that it's not, you know, 
that's kind of the thing nowadays when you do your uh, injury reports in the NBA. You got to say if it's illness, it's got to be either COVID or non-COVID because obviously with COVID, you go into a different protocol. But no Keegan Murray. Uh, Trey Lyle started at the uh, four spot in the preseason win. But what I want to talk about is kind of this has been what a lot of a lot of chatter has been about. It's what I thought would happen from the day one. From day one is dropping Keegan Murray into the starting lineup. Eventually, I mean, I think it's. I really would be shocked if he's not starting. I mean, the the main justifications you would have for not starting him is that maybe you want a better defensive player out there on the front court. Or say with the front court of Harrison Barnes and Sabonis. Oh, maybe you, for whatever reason, you want to ease the rookie in. I don't think this is the rookie to ease in, though. I think even going into the draft, it was pretty much uh, believed around everyone. Even those who thought Jaden Ivey was maybe the fourth best prospect ahead of Keegan. It was pretty much believed that Keegan Murray was the player best equipped or most ready to step in and play right away. So I say go ahead and start him. I say why wait around? Why waste the time? Go ahead and start him. And and I'm not going to act like two preseason games means an entire season. But he's been impressive in his two uh, preseason games. Granted, when you're coming off the bench, you might be playing against more second unit guys. Especially that Laker game. He's playing against, you know, all the main guys are out. But. You look at, and uh, it's kind of statistically, I'm not uh, going, I don't think plus minus should be a heavily weighted thing, but you can't ignore that he's plus 19 in his um, game against the Lakers and against Portland is a plus 20. Uh, You can't ignore that he's shooting 12 of 17 from the field. So he's extremely efficient so far from three, six of 10. You know, he has only made one of his two free throws. So, you know, we got to knock him for that, I guess. (laughs) You know, averaging four and a half rebounds, just an assist and two steals a game uh, and two outings. And for me, well, obviously for me, why do you start him from the jump? I think when you take a guy fourth overall who's ready to play, I just believe I believe in playing him. I don't believe in. You got time to ease him in and see what happens. I think even with your concerns defensively, or maybe you go, you know, you know, no, maybe that's why you go with KZ because you you want to have the defense sit early. Maybe you go with Trey Lyles, who's been maybe more of a proven shooter because he's a veteran. But I'm all in favor of going with the kid. Why not? And I probably shouldn't call him the kid. He's he is an adult, but the rook. No, just go all out. Go go ahead. Just get this thing jump started now. No need to wait. Let's go ahead and get the thing moving. I think his shooting will help. He'll benefit. I think he'll benefit from having the other starters out there with him. Because what that would do is take the pressure off of Keegan to be the primary option. I think at the second unit, he's clearly going to be a primary option, but. You put him out there to start a game with De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Herter, Sabonis, and Barnes. He can kind of blend in, so to speak, and work his way up the ranks. Work his way into, 
work his way into a game. And if he's hot, he's going to get the ball, obviously. But I don't know if I would want to make him my second, you know, my, my, my primary focus on what the second unit. I like the idea of keeping him, you know, getting him out there early. And then you can stagger your minutes however you choose to keep veteran presence with him. Mix it up, go young, you know, whatever you want to do. So count me aboard the Keegan Murray train. Let, you know, I don't know what that gets you, <laughs> but count me, count me in. I'm all with it. And yeah, I I, I don't have any profound to say about that. You know, like I said, you go Lyles, do you go KZ, do you go Metu? No, I think the obvious thing to do is is you go you go with Keegan, just play him at the four. You you've got some lineup flexibility. You can still go smaller. You know, you play small. You can go bigger. There's just a lot of things you can do with that lineup. So we'll see where the Kings go with that. But like I said, I'm all aboard the Keegan Murray train. Choo choo. Whatever you however you want to shout him out. Let Keegan play. Let him play with the starters. Let's see what happens. And I got a lot of hip hop stuff I want to hit on this week. Not so much musically, but just some of the things going on in hip hop. So I'm definitely about to hit on that for you all. But before we get there, I have a message from our good friend at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, I know how you are, you know, playing those, getting those bets in and whatnot. So we can talk a little bit about that. You know, the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Uh, I really wouldn't be happy with my parlays right now or anything because I root for I, I root for the Las Vegas Raiders and they continue to make me want to go to the liquor cabinet with the way they lose games. It's oh god, but I'm assuming that if I wanted to uh, you know do some in-game stuff. I would put money that Devontae Adams would probably get a touchdown if he's in any game he's playing in. Hopefully he won't be shoving any photographers down again, but that would that probably be one thing I would look at. You know, at this rate, Josh Jacob running yards, maybe over under on Darren Waller catches. These days you take the under because he really has not been an impactful player yet. So a lot of different things you can do, but I don't have to see the Raiders. The Raiders have a bye this week. So I'm not worried about the Raiders right now. But, yeah. A lot to work on. <laughs> that being said, to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all day, all season long. So here's what you need to do, everyone. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use the promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins and when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 
TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now it's time to jump back into the show. Okay, y'all. I'll start my hip-hop portion with... I won't get into the kind of what I would call almost the emotional (laughs) part of the show, but we'll start with just some Kings-related hip-hop news. Uh, The Yin Yang Twins will be the halftime performers at the season opener. Uh, Those of us of my age who were young and and out there (laughs) in the early 2000s are going to enjoy that. I'm I'm pretty sure someone like Keegan Murray or... uh, even a Davion Mitchell will be like, okay, I don't remember this stuff. But you, you, you had to have heard the Ying Yang Twins at some point. And what are my favorite Ying Yang Twin songs? Whisper, of course, you know. I'm not going to try to say the lyrics because, well, I'm not. But, you know, the Salt Shaker is, you know, is a classic, you know, uh, song from them, in my opinion. I love that song, you know. You know, you know, get low. You know, the Ying Yang Twins with that gave us the um, one of the greatest uh, lines in hip hop history. Not because of its lyrical content or because of its wordplay or the deep metaphor. It's because it was just it says from the windows to the walls to the sweat drip down my balls. To yeah, I mean. Just anyone who's been like in a big, a big, like those big warehouse parties, you can relate to that. And it's just, it's rather a descriptive way to, uh, <laughs> to point out how those parties go, you know. And then, you know, also the skeet, 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 skeet. Yeah. That alone right there, you have to give the yin yang twins their props to what they gave the hip hop. Um, you know, they got um, Miss New Booty with Bubba Sparks. I'm telling you, I don't know if Bubba Sparks ever had another song, but I remember this one. You know, so this is the one I, you know, you know, get it right, get it tight. I, I'm trying. I looked. I can't think of any other Bubba Sparks song. I looked them up. I don't know any other song that Bubba Sparks ever did, but I remember this one with the Ying Yang Twins, you know. I found you, Miss New Booty, you know, you know, get it together, bring it right to me, you know. I mean, let me stop. I don't want to hear me rap. Let's stop. Okay. And then you, of course, have got the wonderful whistle while you twerk. You know, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's always a, that's always a great one as well. Whistle while you twerk. So those are, you know, your yin yang twin songs. Which ones do you think we'll hear <laughs> a golden one center? Uh, next week for the opener, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe get low, maybe whisper and salt shaker. I think you know those are the ones that have the best chance to kind of get a crowd going in a limited amount of time. And also, you just gotta change up the lyrics a little. You know, you can't window, you can't talk about the sweat drip down your balls. You know, at the halftime show of a game. So that's where we are with, with, you know, with Kings related hip hop content. So what I want to move on to now is it's hip hop, 
but it's also like, I guess you almost call it lifestyle. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you saw the news on social media. I'm still kind of shook by the news. Sugar Free got married. Pomona's own Sugar Free to Pimp got married. And yeah, this is jarring news for people of my age because in hip hop, Sugar Free was, you know, Sugar Free was like, like pimp, of, pimp of the pimps. Sugar Free said he'd rather give you his bitch, you know, than let it, than let you breathe on his last bit of endo smoke. Uh, Sugar Free had several lines about why marriage was for suckers. All these things. I said, I said, I said he was known as Sugar Free the pimp. You know, if you if you go on YouTube and look up his uh, commercial for a soul food restaurant in California, you don't watch that commercial and see that man getting married. But apparently. The game gets to everyone at some point. <laughs> and even he, uh, even, even Sugar Free to Pimp settles down. And that just makes it interesting for someone like me who's in a relationship and all, some of the homies out there. How do you ever tell your woman you need time to settle down when she can just say, Sugar Free got married? What are you waiting on? But... Yeah, I'm not waiting, ready for that discussion. I hope not to have it anytime soon. But <laughs> the best part of the whole sugar-free getting married thing is this captain on Instagram where he like congratulates her and says she got to marry the love of her life. That's awesome. Not I married the love of my life. She married the love of her life. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if sugar-free has given up the game completely. You know, he may be retired from, you know, from he may be retired, but will he pull a Jordan? Will he come back wearing 45 and get back in the game? That line right there makes me think it's a possibility that he might up, up, jump back into the game. But all that being said, I'm being a little sarcastic with that one. Congratulations to Sugar Free and Mrs. Sugar Free. Uh, I would get into their name, but who cares? It's Sugar Free. You know, but he has definitely shaken up the world of pimps, players, fake pimps and players, wannabe Max, all that stuff. He's he's letting everybody know, you know, and even though even some of them, you know, maybe if you feel like you, you've been a side chick for too long, you're like, he'll never marry me. If Sugar Free can get married, <laughs> anything is possible. Well, I shouldn't say that. I take that back to say a side chick. If you're the side chick, you don't. Get married because you're the side chick. But if you're the main chick and you've been waiting for him to say those words, have no fear. If Sugar Free can do it, anyone can do it. Okay, enough pimp talk. Got one more thing to go. Uh, recommendation, recommendation, recommendation. Uh, this week's music recommendation, I'm about, I'm a little, couple of weeks behind on this one, but it's the new album by YG. That's going to be my recommendation for, for, you know, for you. Uh, I don't know how I missed it, you know, coming out, but maybe I, I've had stuff going on. So I may have been a little busy, but yes, YG has given us new music. The album... 
that just dropped. It dropped September 30th. And that album is I'm Toxic. And he definitely got toxic on this album, even though I still would recommend it if you need some good, you know, weightlifting music, some cardio music. It's not a bad listen, but definitely a toxic moment on here that I wanted to uh, touch on. And like I said, this has been... The album's been out for almost two weeks, so I'm a bit behind the eight ball, but that doesn't change the kind of the the tenor of what I want to talk about with this. Uh, YG has a song called How to Rob, a rapper, and you hip-hop historians know that 50 Cent, you know, many, many years ago, he kind of emerged on the scene with a song called How to Rob, and the only reason, the reason why this version caught people the wrong way is that the album's released September 30th so at this point we've already had the tragic killing of PMB Rock and there's YG has lines in the song referencing how you know rappers be telling on themselves they're sharing they're sharing their location on IG live they're high so on and so forth and even though after the arrest in the case it seems to be said that PMB Rock was not killed because he posted where he was on Instagram. But that was the report repeatedly, or should I say his girlfriend posted it. But that was kind of the the, the narrative that was being spread that why that he was killed based on an Instagram post. Which we all came to learn that was not the case. The alleged uh, killers were already in the parking lot when he got there. But... Many of folks thought that what YG did was in poor taste to keep the song on the album, given what had happened. And we're in a streaming era. So it's not like you had to say all these albums were printed out, printed up. All these, all these discs are already printed up. If we take that song off, what do we do? I chose to leave it on there. And absent the recent you know, situation... I don't think it gets it's looked at as crazy, but this is what some you know this is what he chose to do, trying to push the push push the needle, you no know, move the needle. But I don't think it's gotten the positive response that maybe you might have hoped. And outside of that, this is a YG project without mustard and not like the condiment mustard, you know, DJ mustard and. It's weird hearing a YG product without hearing the phrase mustard on the beat, but even without mustard, I think YG put together a solid project that you all will enjoy. So that's my music tip for you this week. I said I'm a little bit behind, but that's okay. Go ahead and give it a check. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Hit me on Instagram at Mr. Jones LBC. I am Jason Jones. This is the ruler of the pod. No, this is the ruler of the court podcast. And this is the basketball podcast network. Y'all take it easy, folks. I'm out.